What's up everyone and welcome back to another episode of FKB. I'm Pascal and just want to thank the boys for covering me last week while I was on gardening leave. But yeah, Sash, Nate and BK all back for this week's episode and we're just going to jump right into it. So a lot happened this weekend, a lot is set to happen um, both midweek and during next weekend's fixtures. But our first topic of this episode is just, uh, well... Everyone, he was the talk of the town, right, on, on over the weekend, and it's none other than Mr. Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, the man, the much maligned CR7, um, who's had his fair share of uh, abuse on this podcast, but... Um, from he, who? <laughs> from <laughs> Sue! Um, yeah, I mean, he, he, he does what he does best, um, and, did, I mean... Not to rain on his parade, like obviously he would be still disappointed with the overall trajectory of his season, but um, no better way than to shut the haters up than with not only a hat trick against your rivals for that fourth and final UCL spot, but also to break the all time uh, males male goal scoring um record. So just broke it in the most Ronaldo way possible, and um. I'll get to each of y'all in a bit, but I guess we have to start with Nate, right? Who else Who else better than to get the opinions off first? But so, Nate, first off, what an important victory. You guys tried your best to fuck it up, but uh, at least Sia came through. But um, what are your thoughts on both him breaking the record for all-time leading male goal scorer and just his performance against Spurs? I think it was it was bound to happen because he's just... he Even at his age and with, with like the season that he's had, he's always looked like he was going to get a couple more goals. So I guess it was it was inevitable. And um, I think to do it in the way that he did it is just a testament to him. It's it's so it's so him. I think you couldn't have said it better. Just the style. If he was going to do it, it had to be with a hat-trick. If not, it'll be like a penalty. It's, it's just that. Way. <laughs> it's yeah. either he goes out like uh, as Penaldo or he goes out like this. And which is, which is great. I think he's had a tough season but it still has been a bit of a fairy tale season for him like he has he he's come in clutch i think this season yeah, we've he's seen had a lot him of clutch moments you're right yeah we've actually seen and and he, it's looked even more clutch because of just how bad the team has been performing <laughs> so uh i guess the the match was a very um yeah i guess you couldn't have scripted any better united playing poorly being rescued by the fairy tale hero um and we tried like you mentioned we tried our best to 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 help spurs um gave them uh really two easy goals and yeah but in the end i would say you know after 2-2 i i almost walked away from the tv i was right, just like i can't right. believe we're, we're because doing it's, this it's also happened so many times right yeah it and and, and i mean every everybody knows if for United, right, with with the number of games that uh the teams around them have in hand, especially Arsenal, that we need to win every game mm. if we wanna to to even dream of top four. So we almost gave it away. Um and I think I mean you have to give a little bit of credit to Spurs. Like they played better, they looked more cohesive as a team, but um I don't think that phases um people like Cristiano Ronaldo who is always known as the guy who bails his team out. And whenever his team doesn't play well, that's when he really shines more. So, um, I mean, you know, people like to say that he's ha- uh, he doesn't contribute enough to the team. 
um, he's kind of finished and he doesn't really fit the, the, the style. <laughs> 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 I think it's like everybody. Like the, it's, it's weird. I think it's strange. Like, you can't really exactly pin it, Sash. But I mean, <laughs> 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 you, <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, in, in general, like everyone says that he doesn't really seem to fit the mode of what I think Randing wants to do in a pressing team. But that's never been his game. And so when he doesn't, like, follow the rules of what his team wants and he just plays his own game, you get what you get. Like, yeah. like this kind of, like, performance, like, a shot from distance, which is probably maybe not what... When, when, yeah, we haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, but the, the thing is, you always know he has it in his locker. Mm. Like, it's up his sleeve. He hasn't done that in a while. Uh, so it, it just takes, like, uh, one of the interesting points was, I think people were mentioning the, the idea of angry Ronaldo. The fact yeah. that he wasn't at the the derby game and uh people were starting to throw shit and shade at him for like I, we don't know exactly whether a bit of it is true but obviously people talk about unrest in the dressing room and then he angry ronaldo is like the 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 ronaldo you don't want to face in the next game and uh unfortunately for spurs they bear the brunt of it so that was uh that was great for him and i guess yeah beating the record um it, it's just it's great and uh, and I think he will push, he'll push that that limit a lot higher still. So I don't think we will ever see anyone get close for a while. But I mean, that's just that's just me. Yeah, I think now's a good time to say. <laughs> Do you think? I mean, it couldn't have come at a better time as well because you guys have a massively important game against Atletico. Atletico as well as a side that Ronaldo really thrives against. What do you yeah. think of the other chances that, you know, he's able to kind of, maybe not another hat-trick, but, you know, bring that momentum with him back to Old Trafford for that second leg? I think I think Atletico would be a bit worried if I were them. Mm. You think yeah. like, okay, yeah, we got a chance to go to Old Trafford. We're all squared. If we play our game like we did last time, we had a better team. Um, we'll probably have a chance. But after you, you watch what happens, you know that even when... Um, and I mean, if anybody knows this, it'll be Diego Simeone. He knows that even if you are the better team on the day, as long as Ronaldo's on that that uh the team sheet, you they always have a chance, and so that's just something to be wary about. Um, but it gives a lot of confidence to to the United squad, to the fans, for us to think that maybe we we just might get something out of this. We don't know how. We we'll probably just hope that Ronaldo does something. I don't think Bruno will be in the team again, because he's. I think the rumor is that he has COVID. So. Um, but we look like quite solid without him even. Um, I think Fred, Matic, and um, mm, uh, hopefully not McTominay. I'm thinking Fred, Matic, and... Sancho? Yeah, no, I mean in the midfield. Uh, Pogba, right? Oh, if Pogba. those three are, are, are there, it's still one of the more um, better balanced midfields uh, that we've had. And I think it gives some room for the attackers to move up so hopefully hopefully yeah, we do get something tonight yeah don't forget um, whenever you need a result right you can always count on Spurs to give you one and I wouldn't be surprised if <laughs> Ronaldo went another wait how, how what was his uh, what was the run that he was on five, without five, scoring five games goal? I think I think it was five, five games. games yeah I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he goes another five games without scoring a goal because you know it's a history of the Tottenham <laughs> it's it's pretty much a meme right now and mm. but the hat trick. <laughs> yeah, uh, no la, I I do agree with Sash. It's important not to get sucked into the the hoopla of one match. It does make for an excellent story, but um, they have been struggling to feed him, you know, with with chances and 
it's more of a confidence thing. Like I, I just feel like Atletico comes at a great time. Because as as I mentioned earlier, you know, the aforementioned history he has with Atletico versus he is Mr. UCL, right? So whether his form in the league can continue really depends, I think, on how he performs at Atletico. I think if he is able to chain back-to-back um, match-winning performances, then we could see perhaps a mini-renaissance towards the end of the season. But if United don't get a good result against Atletico and Ronaldo is kind of at the centre of you know, that struggle, then we might you know, potentially see another slump. But a lot will hinge on, on tonight's performance and result. And it also depends on what type of midfield you know, Ralph Rangnick decides to put out because Fred did play well, you know, like other than Ronaldo who did deservedly get man of the match for his hat-trick, I think Fred, he was close to being, I mean, he was second to Ronaldo in terms of the top performers on the pitch at night because really Fred isn't really, you know, uh, a holding midfielder. He's more of a box-to-box, but... Mm. Yeah, be- be- because Matic isn't what he used to be, you know, like like I said before, you need a time machine to get that Matic back. So to, to put Fred in that center defensive midfield position is just a waste of his bundle of energy because you kind of need, what, what he does best is, you know, he runs a lot, he closes down people. He's not really that, he doesn't really have that um, skill set. He's, not, he a, he's not cerebral enough to be that mm. defensive lying um, midfielder. Yeah, he doesn't know how to midfielder. to cut the passing lanes. He he wants to move around a lot. Like that's why he's always yeah. out of position when you play him in that number six position. So yeah, it, it Matic is your best holding midfielder, but how, how, whether he can long. string yeah whether he can <laughs> not, string not back to back long yeah <laughs> whether he can string back to back games is you know an, another thing because he's what thirty four thirty five right now and I think he's looking into retiring from football soon and that's that's fact that's not just yeah know, me being a uh, a little cheeky but yeah you know i mean he's also won pretty much everything there is to win so no shame in that but i think going back to fred fred's been kind of an enigma ever since he's come to united uh, much like uh, a certain english center back but <laughs> i think the credit has to go to 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 Rennick for kind of building on that momentum Fred was building towards the end of Solskjaer's reign. Um, whether you want to call that momentum or just a couple of decent games, that's, I guess it's up in the air. But w- the the problem, or not the problem, but the question I have is whether Fred can continue to excel when United bring in their new manager next season. And also, depending who they purchase as a defensive midfielder, like I... I if you guys don't get a DM this summer, then I have really nothing to say. <laughs> if you guys still <laughs> fail to sign a defensive mid, but I think at this point, I think we also need to get a centre back because and, and I think you guys need a striker uh, as well. I you need yeah. to get a, a <laughs> the whole doctor. spine, the spine. You, you need to get a doctor like twenty four seven with the Varane. whole middle. The middle <laughs> just needs to be fixed. I'm not even worried about Varane. It's it's a replacement for Maguire. That's but that's true, hundred percent. But. I think Varane, like, I'm a big fan of Varane, but I don't think he's strung, like, three games back-to-back, man. And as a centre-back, you know, you need you need your centre-backs to be playing almost, like, every game. They need to be the cornerstone of your team, so... That's why it, I did it, say that, Whether you know, it's actual fitness issues or... or <laughs> we need to know what's going on with him, man. I, I it's the mental, his mentors, dude. 
I, I, but he's <laughs> never he's never actually been this injury prone at, at Madrid. I, exactly, I, I, I exactly. Just wanted, which I wanted which kind of makes me wonder if Madrid knew something we didn't. I I felt I like I think it's the physicality of the strikers in in the prem. Like well, so he's getting injured in the training sessions or something. I mean that as well, but I think the 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 matches right are quite hard for him. I feel like. No, it's no disrespect to the Spanish league, uh, La Liga and stuff, but I I don't think their their strikers are typically kind of like smaller and more agile, and he's quite pacey, so it works, and he's taller than them. But in the prem, everyone have, looks like Yago. In the prem, you have like a yeah, <laughs> correct. <laughs> but in the prem, you have people like Vekhorst, who yeah. is that crazy? Like and and another tall striker. Even Havertz yeah. is quite tall. You have Lukaku. I mean, every game is like a physical toll, and if you're not like used to it, I guess. It can be a pretty I mean, I was just season. thinking about Real Madrid during that point, and I was like, they, they, I mean, ever since, like, sidetracking a bit, since Ramos and uh, Varane, what, Varane yeah. yeah, moved out, right? And it doesn't seem like they kind of miss them both, man. Not at all. Yeah. I think because the Alab- league is not Alaba. that hard, to be honest, maybe. Eh, that, that, yeah. I mean, sure, but I but think. But both of the other two are, like, just suffering. Yeah, younger. To their, to their credit, um, Eden Lilikao has stepped up and Alaba just slotted in like a glove. So, um, yeah, I mean, hindsight 2020, right? It, like, it's it's kind of weird how both Ramos and Varane's like post-Madrid careers haven't really gone to plan. But yeah, I mean, to answer your point, yes, United do need a new centre-back, but you guys have been burnt in the centre-back market for so long that uh, I, I really... Unless someone has been extensively scouted, I, I think another kind of impulse by would be you know you just prolong the issue so who are they being linked to center uh, back i haven't seen at the moment back. i don't even know man yeah the, i think it's just peep. it's just the manager kind of issue i think yeah, like yeah. i think they'll yeah you're right i think it also depends who they bring in like mm. <laughs> i mean oh, right that's a big one right yeah. exactly yeah. like yeah, they i can't really the buy anyone until they know who is gonna be steering the ship I guess I guess I think to Ragnick if he's gonna be director of football or whatever, I think he would probably make this point like you settle your manager first. Like no point no no point buying players when like you can't even get no consistency in like your I management. can't wait for the civil war when Ragnick and whoever is the new manager disagree on a signing. Mm. Isn't isn't Ragnick's like, job like uh, after he's done with this managerial position? He's going to be the yes. technical director, right? So Alleg- he's allegedly, charge, yeah. So <laughs> he's in charge of bringing, you know, the the new guy, uh, to take the uh manager position at Old Trafford. So which which it should be someone that he's he's has a good working relationship with. Right? I, I mean, I, that's I, how I don't I even know. know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you walk you walk right into that one. <laughs> uh, but I mean, yeah, like like. That that's obviously more a topic for for future episodes. Once we've kind of hit the the end of the season and we kind of have some clarity on what's going on, but um, I, I completely agree. Like going back to the whole Fred thing about what started this is, you guys need that defensive mid and striker. Even and I mean Cavani's leaving, right? I think it's pretty much confirmed. So it's almost like you guys need three big players. In three key positions, well, like they have summer, the money so. to kind of do that. So yeah, maybe. sure. But we've seen before, money doesn't guarantee like um a successful like signing. You know, it, it's it's all about how they they embed into the team, whether they are a right fit. 
we've seen it more and more recently that just splashing cash yes it looks great on on paper you know and and it's, it always brings about a buzz when you sign like a a, a top quality player for big money but it, it's it, we're seeing it happen more and more frequently where it just doesn't work out Mm. I'm mm-hmm. I'm just hoping that honestly, uh, United don't become like a Galacticos team. Uh, we are slowly turning into one where we have these big name players. I think ever since Latan, it's kind of gone that way. You guys keep investing in like uh, not not has beens. Like I'm not saying they're has beens, but you guys keep investing for like the now. I've even heard rumors that you guys might be looking at Lewandowski, which. Oh Don't yeah, get me yeah. Wrong. Lewandowski is like superb. I I absolutely adore him, but that also sends the wrong message. Well, yeah, I you think know, it's, it's, you're, you're it's signing a guy for like a swan song. He's just know, gonna be another target man kind of thing. But then it's not the if it's not the how the Polish squad is Polish Cavani. It would also break my heart <laughs> if Lewandowski suddenly becomes a fraud. Get <laughs> wrecked in the Found out. I'm like, oh god. Um, yeah, just a uh, the Polish wet horse. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man's doing well, so he's doing um, okay. But, but come on, why, right? <laughs> they, they <laughs> these kind of players because they they're panicking. They need a win, and it's like they they can't wait for for their for like a younger striker to to grow into the team and and win something in like two years time. I they mean, the last younger striker, the yes, last last younger striker, the last two. Right, uh, <laughs> but that's Ooh. where I disagree because I think. You do need to you need to take a few hits. You need to be like, okay, well, you know, we've gone down this path before. It hasn't worked out. Let's actually try to to see this as like a three four year plan. Because if you keep looking at it as like, okay, next season is our season. Next season is our season. It's just gonna keep happening, man. You're gonna yeah, keep I think buying it's, players it's, for the it's, moment. It's it's a bit of both, right? Like you need youth, but you also need experience. In the in the way that um when like Rooney was young he had like uh Van yeah, like Roy in front Roy, dude, yeah right yeah, yeah yeah you need that mix so right now you have Ronaldo and Cavani as the experienced forwards but you also have Rashford you have Sancho so the mix now is actually all right um it's just this season hasn't panned out as well but if you looked at everything from like before the 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 season started and before you talk about like whether the team can gel or not mm. on paper actually you had a nice balance of experienced yeah. players as well as youth like and the one that we didn't even see coming was Ilanga who yes. is really starting to look like like that that youth project um and so in in that case like I felt that the balance was quite good the the fact that the team couldn't gel well was very strange to me because and I think we we were all kind of uh, uh taken for a ride on the first day when Leeds kind of pummeled, uh sorry United pummeled Leeds, and then everyone thought like oh United Pogba are going in out like four assists. four assists exactly, and at that point you're just like this is our year we're gonna win it all, and then very and then, quickly and then you guys signed Kron and then and then everything it wasn't no, even at that point <laughs> Kron was doing well it wasn't it wasn't even the start of like yeah. this rot it was just the the sudden like. Uh, no backing of no no I, I meant that the the signing of Kron kind of elevated oh those, yeah elevated those, it yeah. even more yeah, yeah the expectations went out uh, out of the roof yeah right, you're right I, and then, like I maintain the point yeah. I don't think this United side is 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 terrible it's just you guys are lacking very key positions like CD I I honestly liken it a lot to to Liverpool before Allison Van Dijk and Fabinho those three guys like we talk a lot about the front three but those three guys are what turned us from getting embarrassed a- against Real Madrid to mm. winning it the next season 
you know um so i think in your case I mean, yes also you guys played spurs in the final so. now nah, but to get to the final <laughs> you know like how many people have beaten bayern munich uh and over two right? in a while yeah so Ch- yes did, you know Ch- the, Ch- the final against spurs wasn't great <laughs> but <laughs> getting there um there was a huge difference in just composure and um almost building from the back so i think united mm-hmm. yes striker would be nice but i think priority has to be that that defensive midfielder and no, but, like but the thing is the they've back. already invested like um i mean i mean it, it's pretty much um televised that uh about 150 million was being invested into the defense right most of yes. it was for maguire and one bisaka and mm. wait, i mean lindelof and Bayi caused a pretty penny as well yeah mm. So, but I mean, the problem is, if they have the money, which I believe they do, they can't stop now because then you're only going to keep regressing. So, you have to kind of take those misfires in the transfer market on the chin and and just you have to try not to make the same mistake. It's it's a it's a very tricky slope, and fortunately, I'm not the one tasked with like that rebuild job, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's this summer is crucial uh, for you guys. No yeah, more, Nate, no just more, to no more mess ups. Yeah, yeah, Nate, just to get your thoughts. Um, the the two names that are being, uh, touted to take over, you know the 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 United managerial job in the summer is uh the Pochettino and the uh, IS coach right Eric Ten Hag. So mm. out of the two, which one will you prefer? I I'd go with Ten Hag. I think. It's just for the fact that I feel he has very strong um, knowledge of, of the style of football. And we talked about United not having an identity, uh, struggling a lot with um, now trying to, to go from Sosha's idea of swashbuckling, attacking football, to uh, Ragnick's very methodical um, pressing style and winning the ball early. And that's just something that I feel that the team don't have the personnel to do. Um, I think Ten Hag's style with Ajax does suit a little bit more of the players' um, playing style, which is important because they don't actually have a team to press. Um, and I just feel that the issue with Poch is that he just hasn't doesn't really have that winning men- mentality and and I, I don't really feel... <laughs> just say it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine. I mean, he did win something, but I mean... Yeah, he, he what? does Wait, have... What? What the cup win? was basically handed this, to him. The man. French cup, right? <laughs> <laughs> he like, Tuko right? did that whole like, thing for him and he just what? like played the last game. Yeah. You're right. Did, yeah, did, he you're win right. The, did he win the league? He did, no. right? But he came in like no. halfway through the season. No, no? Lille won the league. Oh, it was that season where he came halfway yeah, through? Yeah, he didn't even what? win the league, bro. <laughs> yeah, so they won the French Cup and it was like and super the fight. irony is that they might they might sack him before the end of the season so he might not even win the league this year I mean the rumours are just going around that um was it the technical director and him were were, were ab- it's basically up. scorched earth la, in PSG yeah I can just imagine the embarrassment 2-0 up bottle it and then your season's pretty much over you know it's it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a catastrophe mm. yeah and because of that, I feel like he just wouldn't have the commanding presence. I, I mean, Ten Hag is not as experienced in, in, in terms of managing a big team in a big league. So this is still a risk. But I think he does have a little bit more... Um, he doesn't need to have that fear. And he doesn't come with all the baggage that uh, that will come with um, with Pochettino. 
So mm. And but if anything th- I feel Pochettino needs a break Like after this season I think he should just Take some time out To be fair to Poch I think he more or less Secured the league this time I mean He is 15 oh, yeah, points sure, away from Marseille sure. So it's pretty much it Um, But yeah The job security You, and, you and I both know that You know The um Qatari like group Yeah yeah You know The 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 league is not the priority which yeah yeah um i was it's actually like surprised m- that they kept him when he didn't win league last season mm. because uh i just couldn't believe it lah but they clearly thought that he'd be able to rein in all these superstars but it just hasn't worked out but um it is what it is you know yep it is what it yeah. is football is a funny old sport yeah yep. pochettino is finished Mm. Yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Uh, all right. So from one um uh Manchester club we go to the other who just played uh what was it this morning? Alice. Yeah. Yeah. This morning and really like weird weird contrasting fortunes from like totally dominating the Manchester Derby to coming out unstuck against a uh, very plucky Palace side. Palace are one of those teams where you kind of just don't know what the hell you're going to get anymore. Very much like Southampton. Um, but... Hmm. I thought Vieira would have given play, the point. <laughs> it, oh, it was a huge point for Palace, but on the balance of play, I think City can feel hard done. I think they had a few chances that really should have buried, but I guess Karma is a bitch, you know, after that whole Rodri yeah. fiasco. Um... <laughs> I mean, it, it. I still. Most people would still put City as firm favorites, although form wise, Liverpool are in the form of their life. But Bro, then, man, you just F, you just FKB. I just that. no, no. I mean, it's just <laughs> it is what it is. Like, yeah, but then you guys are yes, against the other form team. <laughs> exactly. Like, and I think this is the first time Liverpool and Arsenal play each other in such a long time, where both sides go into the game on like a five game plus winning run. Almost on level terms in terms of yeah, form, it's, it's but eerily, yeah, it's mm. eerily like identical. Um, Arsenal's run has been much less publicized, I think, just because that's just the way they've been going about their business this season. You know, very low, low key under the radar, which I think Arteta will be absolutely fine with. Um, and also the Emirates, where to be fair, Liverpool have had success at the Emirates in recent years, but. Um, I think that this, <laughs> I think that this um, fixture comes at a very interesting time because I don't think many people would have predicted City to drop points against Palace. I certainly didn't. Although I did have a sneaky feeling that Palace would make it difficult, but I didn't think they'd actually take anything away from the game. But um, now the pressure is back on Liverpool. Mm-hmm. You know, Liverpool haven't had this pressure on them in a while because for for the longest time since January, it's almost been like, you know, we're just gonna keep up and see what happens. But this is the first time where City have actually kind of just you know, not just slightly opened the door, but they've kind of the lock has almost like fallen out, and it doesn't even matter how Liverpool beat Arsenal. It's just it's gonna be one of those games where it's. You know, it's like a goal, uh, a goal going off like Jota's ass, or you know, uh, Fabinho, wait, do, <laughs> do you think that it'll be cagey or free flowing end to end football? 
I, I think Arsenal are gonna take it to us. I don't know. What do you think, BK? I don't know, man. I honestly... I, I mean, from the past few games that we've played, right? Th- I mean, there were good spells and all, but it still hasn't been fluidly convincing. Um, and I mean, the last really convincing game was really the City one, and then we, we obviously lo- lost that one. Mm. Uh, super gutted about that. But yeah, I mean, to play Liverpool would be a very good game to really see how far the Arsenal squad has improved ever since then. Um, form-wise, I... I I do actually see a dip in Liverpool's form, but obviously, in as in the in the, terms of the performances, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. they still get the points, no doubt. But um, Liverpool has so much more to focus on. They have all tr- two, three. You guys have all three, right? FA, UEFA, yeah. and yeah. the Premier League. And I, of course, I guess Pep will be focusing on the Premier League and the UEFA. Um, I, I think it's more he, on the UEFA. He. He, he wants really to wants to win that, yeah. Uh, squad depth wise, you guys have way more than us, man. I mean, like I've seen the Arsenal's past few games. All our players are pretty much that standard eleven. Uh, with a, a occasional subs here and there. Um, maybe like Smith Rowe in and out for Martinelli or whatnot. Um, I don't really. We have, I would say we have better form in terms of stats against Liverpool, but in terms of player strength and you know, player like for just player, skill, right? Yeah, I, I, on paper, you guys are wiping it. I, I, I honestly think... I mean, like, really look at, like, what Cedric is going to play against. Oh, my God. Cedric against Luis Diaz. Yeah, you, you get my point? <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense, right? That could be very ugly. Um. Yeah, and... It, How about the uh, contract what rebel, Se- Salah? Is he injured? Hey. Um, it's up in the air. It's up in the air. I think he'll at least be on the bench, but uh, hopefully he starts... Mm-hmm. But it's like if you guys got Salah out, you still have Bobby and Jota, so <laughs> not much of that's a more, more of Jota than Bobby. <laughs> yeah, but Bobby but against Arsenal, I ah uh, yeah, he has a good record against Arsenal. Yeah, he, he has, he's a, a threat. He is a threat. Um, I think Xhaka would get a red card. I I could see Lol. people betting. <laughs> <laughs> I could see people betting on that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, and and you guys are home, right? If I'm right, no, 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 no. Emirates. Emirates. Yeah. Which is why I think the Emirates yeah. crowd is gonna play a huge factor because lately, right, like if you go back to the start of the season, the Emirates was almost like doom and gloom. You know, they were the Boo Boys. Boo Boys are out in full force. Stadium was like pretty much emptying out before every game. Yeah, but yeah. Recently, right, it's kind of. It's kind of exploded back into life, you know. The fans are actually excited to watch their team play. Um, Arsenal have shown, much like Chelsea uh, as well in, in recent games, like they never give up. They are always right there till the end, which is something we didn't see from Arsenal in a long time. So I'm expecting a thoroughly um, sort of boisterous Arsenal crowd and, and team, you know. I think... The My only way you guys get to us, or the, the not the only, but the best way you guys can get a result is just to like attack from the off. I think if you guys try to play sort of deep right? and frustrate us, it's not gonna. Which it's gonna I, be to your detriment. Which I am inclined to believe that's how he'll play because the on the table, right? The fact is that if we get a point out of this game, that's a great point. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, it's and a great point. We got two points away from United, and we still have game in hand. Um. Whereas you guys, if you guys take a point down, then you'll be back to the position that you guys were previously. Yeah, exactly. Prior to. The the, yeah. the irony is that a point at the Emirates 
especially in the form Arsenal are in, is by no means a bad point. Yeah. It's just the circumstances, you know, yeah, yeah, City, yeah. Um, rare, a rare slip up, the chance to close the gap to one point um, just ahead of that crucial meeting at the Etihad. So to to make it back into three points or even have the gap at four points would be a bit of a body blow in terms of morale. So so it's like we already know that Liverpool is going to play offensive. It's really just how Arsenal is going to play on this, which uh, I'm well, still I can scratching help, my I can head. kind of help Arteta on that. Uh, who's going to play on your left wing? It's most probably going to be Martinelli, right? Because Smith-Rowe isn't fit. Yeah, so you yeah, just I would Martinelli expect Martinelli to, Martinelli to play. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you just get just Martinelli get behind to run, the lines, run yeah. at Trent. Just run at Trent. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, if, if they're going to play that Trent uh, threatening Trent gonna, I mean, Trent's going to bomb forward. So mm. you just yeah. attack the space at that, that area, which is usually which what, is what Martinelli do. does so well. Yeah. Yeah. But what annoys me is that Van Dijk's and is it Matip now? Their, body, their bodies are... Bro, they'll just like eat up. I don't Arsenal know. Yeah, players. I don't know if the um, centre forward uh in Lacazette will be able to. Yeah, I'm not. Deal I'm not with confident. the two centre halves. Yeah, obviously. But I mean, if you guys take a page out of Chelsea from the Carling Cup final, I think that could be, uh, you know, a way forward. But I don't know if Arteta is gonna change to a back five just for yeah. that game. Yeah, which I. I, I do see if it's an all match I'll be all by by, by all means entertained mm. uh, a, a, a loss or a draw to me I mean I kind of expected a lot because I think last week or the week before when Sash were talking about oh the three games in hand that we actually have are all the big teams and when I thought about that I was like actually a loss to Liverpool isn't much uh, by all means uh, but yeah I mean very much expect a draw I'll very much expect mm, a draw mm. I think it's going to be like some 1-1 or 2-1 like yeah, just some crazy offensive thing. If anything, like if you want to put a positive spin on it, I will use City's draw as like a kind of wild card, you know, so that we can kind of. Ah, but even saying that, it, it, it'll be very hard to take la, if we don't win, you know, it'll be very like. I, 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 mean, I just I mean, find demoralizing guys, yeah, I guess. I mean, if, if Liverpool wins it, right, that. That makes the whole um, city. It'll be the Michael Liverpool Scott meme, fixture. yeah, yeah. On like, because you guys are playing City Scripted. on April the the tenth, right? Yeah, we have Watford yeah, after Arsenal, then City. That would be oh, that's huge, good. That's good. Man. It's yeah, a that's huge good. match. For for me, I feel that like if Arsenal plays C- close hit, the gap, only get only to get destroyed at the end, yeah. If if Arsenal <laughs> plays hit to sad. hit with pool um i don't i don't even know if we have enough stamina to play the villa match which is probably like it's that's just an interesting point yeah that's an interesting point two um, two days away to play yeah. well, i mean villa is very energetic as well i mean granted they have just lost that two nil to west ham as well but um it was it two nil i think it was two nil to west two ham one they, they had two like, one. they grabbed like a consolation yeah. right at the end yeah so that that would be a there'll be a tough one for me like I'm I'm actually not looking forward to this back-to-back fixtures it's just on like if there was a like you guys had a Watford in between that one I think I'll be less less worried but with mm. Villa not saying that they're on bad form or good form but they, I mean they have shown results recently Um, but yeah I, I'm still 
a bit the, mm, on the fence. The, on I, this. the irony is that Arsenal might intentionally just go down to ten men to like get a point <laughs> because you guys <laughs> play so well with ten men and we can't <laughs> seem to break down teams with ten men. So yeah, but that's the plan. If Jaka goes missing, then um someone's going to fill his lot for the nineteen. <laughs> I I like how it just like threw it straight to Jaka getting the red card. But you're not wrong. Like <laughs> technically, Martinelli I mean, history, could be the one with the red card. <laughs> history has dictated that um if anyone from the Arsenal team was to get a yet uh to get a red card, it would most likely be Jaka. Then yeah, but can you, dude, I can imagine. Let Let's say um you guys beat Liverpool, right? I can imagine the hype train that's gonna be. Everyone's going to be on board the uh, Arsenal to to take over Chelsea in third place hype hype train. Like, I'm like okay, uh, like even but Chelsea I mean, has like great squad depth, man. Like great phenomenal squad depth. No, but the thing is that yeah, you guys played well, but the fixtures that you guys have had so far have been relatively easy with the air quotes. But I'm looking at the fixtures that you guys have after, right? It's pretty much exactly. Like, whereas exactly. Chelsea, we we have like I, I know that. Like no no teams in the Premier League are you know supposed to be looked down upon because it's the Premier League and all that. But in terms of um clubs that you want to play with, right? Because Chelsea's upcoming fixtures are relatively in that they play teams in the lower half of the table. I think all the way up to uh what was it? I can't remember what was the next difficult air quotes team that we're gonna play, but. I, I do remember it being quite Man an United. easy run I don't feel like you guys have played United twice yet oh yeah I think it's United at Old Trafford yeah I mm. think that's, guys, that's the only difficult fixture away, you guys might have a Spurs as well I'm not sure on that oh uh, no no, no we, la, they beat Spurs yeah, twice we, yeah. we tries in like them. in like back to back I think no dude we played, I think we played four games against them and they scored zero one goals. all four right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just had to right. throw that in there again mm, right <laughs> No, I, I think regardless of um, the result, it's going to be a very interesting game, very high-stakes match. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I mean, one can only hope that uh, our, our side gets the result we want, la, but, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just yeah. find it so fright that, like, Chelsea has no Premier League matches for two weeks. It's like the really? next one, you guys... Yeah, you guys... Uh, I mean, I, I just checked and, like, it seems like... It's Leo and then FA Cup and then it's April with Brentford. So uh why yeah, why, why two no, weeks though? No, it's because we are still in the FA Cup. That's why we don't yeah. play uh we that's because oh, y'all don't have a mid week yeah, right. Correct, correct. Yeah, which I was like, what in the world? That's like I mean since we're on that topic, why not? That was kinda Liverpool last week, but yeah. yeah. I mean since we're on the topic, why not we just talk about the teams that do have mm. fixtures? This game week. Uh nice. we can start off with um Villa versus Arsenal since we're on that topic. Yeah, uh, I know BK you've been pretty pessimistic about Arsenal overcoming both Liverpool and Villa because Well two if pretty strong teams, you know. We have yeah. Liverpool who are tighter. And you guys have the early kickoff yeah. on Saturday, yeah. That's kinda yeah, like that's, dodgy. That's brutal, man. <laughs> that's kinda dodgy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like Arsenal has to perpetually play a chasing game to like motivate I mean the young guys are great. I I think they are very highly motivated. Um I think so is Austin Villa squad. I think even with that loss, right? Revitalizer. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they are still quite revitalized in, in general. I, I feel they are playing in a very good state of mind. Uh as compared to the earlier half of the season. I think Villa are just playing with the freedom now because they know that they're not going to go down. 
um, they know that European football is a little bit um, it's not completely out of reach but they are definitely not favourites for like the Europa League spots so you know they are able to play with a bit more freedom, freedom. under Gerard mm. and, and you know with Coutinho the hype of him kind of being back to his his best uh, you have emerging guys like Ramsey you have Watkins and, and Ings Ma- kind of still Matty trying Cash, to find their bro. feet <laughs> yeah, yeah, Matty Cash doing Matty Cash no wait is he Polish? He's Polish, right? Yeah, he's Polish. Polish, yeah. He's Polish now. Polish Kafu. Matthew Cash is the least Polish sounding yeah, name like, of all time. Oh my god, Nate and I had a topic about this. We're dude, <laughs> like, we're you guys know, you guys know, um, like, w- whenever the commentators tried to read out um, the, the Polish starting 11, right? Oh, he's uh-huh. gonna thank God for, for Matthew Cash. Matty dude, Cash. It's, like <laughs> it's like no vowels for like five players and then oh yeah Matty Cash yeah man yeah and I, I stand by that like Villa are uh, nine points behind Spurs like between eight and nine so it's pretty much everyone below Spurs pretty much is like close to like no shot of European football so I think Villa um, just you know almost in holiday mood just trying to rack up as many wins um, end the season on a high you know certain players who are looking for a move will probably step up their game to get that and um, maybe they're trying to look for a new contract they'll be doing the same thing so it's kind of those weird ones where you're playing a team with nothing to lose so Arsenal almost need to silence Villa Park early I feel I feel the longer the game drags on the the yeah the yeah, stronger Villa will get so if Arsenal can kind of take command early which then begs the question if What's what what's their game plan going into the Liverpool game? You know, do they kind of, because now, I'm almost rethinking what I said earlier. I said they have to attack Liverpool from the off, right? Right, right. Now I'm yeah. just wondering if you know, they're just gonna try and and frustrate Liverpool. As in, you have point. to like you, you you look at, um, the front four, right? Yeah, like they you have to attack Liverpool, like exactly. No it's, 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 but that's what I mean, but. If they attack, then they might have nothing left for the Villa game, which on paper is much easier to secure three points. So, well, they can do they can rotate do both. Yeah, they could rotate. But Arsenal uh, are yeah, in yeah, a yeah. spot right now where you they know they're kind of where Liverpool were a few years ago, where you know they don't really have the options. Yeah, like their starting eleven is there unless you like want to give guys like maybe Pepe they, they could start I, Pepe. I and love Pepe's that silence for that one second. Pepe's <laughs> you're like, pace, Who do they have? <laughs> Pepe's <laughs> pace against um that high line of Liverpool might be mm-hmm. something interesting. Might be food for thought. So oh no, I, I don't think there's any way that um Arteta won't play his best eleven. So I think rotation will come against Villa. Villa. Is yeah, it? I, mm-hmm. I I reckon like Smith Rowe might be able to slot in for that yeah. Villa and maybe Pepe um. I won't even count Enketia to the mix. Maybe uh, like Sabi or Konga could come in for Xhaka and you know. Yeah, yeah, something Wait, like where that. Where the hell uh, is Tomiyasu? Is he still like... I think injured? he's uh, regaining fitness. I, okay. I I think he's back in training and whatnot really, but I mm. think they didn't want to rush him since Cedric is doing alright. Yeah, I say could, this you now. You play um, Nuno Tavares. Yeah. Nuno Tavares. Yeah. 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 I hope he plays against Liverpool. Oh, we'll get <laughs> wrecked. <laughs> he would get... Shoot up, dude. He's like the Portuguese junior for four man. <laughs> you get my point. You get this is exactly my point. Like, who do we have to like? Who, who's <laughs> going to take on like the your front three man? Dude, the it, difference between like your first team and your second team is mad. 
Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. You could probably get away by playing like your Tavares and your Cedrics against weak opposition. But mm-hmm. um, not even Villa. I think I think Villa have... Especially going forward, they're quite dangerous. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what Arteta's game plan is going into that double header. But uh, yeah, I don't envy his position. La. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, right? Like if... Mm-hmm. If he puts out his best team against Liverpool, they'll be like, and they get beat, they'll be like, what the fuck? Like, why didn't you just kind of concede and go for a point against Liverpool and play your best against Villa? Then on I the flip side... Getting, but if they're getting beat hard, right, I think then he would just start resting his key players for the for the next match. No, I don't think so. He's not really? the kind of manager that kind of does if that. You're, if you're 3-0 down by, like, in the 60th minute, oh, yeah, I doubt down so. But Arsenal Liverpool. also, like... I don't know when's the last time Arsenal have conceded more than like two goals in a game. They are like pretty defensively um, stout now. So uh, I don't know. I I, I, I find it hard to a, believe that Liverpool this is a Liverpool team them. that can cut anybody open on their day. So you know that eh, good, that's a that's a good point. But um, maybe mm. I'm just giving. I'm just downplaying it, lah. I'm downplaying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking, man. They, they've been defensively solid. The last time they conceded. Three uh, goals was ironically against Man United, mm. um, but mm. since then, you know, if it's been a bunch of clean sheets, two against City, and it's just been like the odd goal. There was mm. the Watford, the three-two. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there are goals in here for Liverpool for sure, but I, I, I think it'll be a lot closer than what some people might be thinking. Yeah. So are we and all gonna sit on the fence? If I, if I were to, mm. you know, if we were to call the result. This. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting on the fence just because of the Liverpool and Villa thing. I I I I really have to see how the Liverpool one goes before you can make a call on the Villa one. Mm-hmm. I think I think Arsenal beat Villa. Liverpool Arsenal, I not I sure, and I don't want to make a prediction. I don't know, man. Villa beating, I said Arsenal beating Villa. It's like you said, it's gonna be a high intensity, high press. You know, like players are gonna be extremely exhausted after. Mm. And then you know, two days later, they have to play an early kickoff against, and uh, I mean away against a revitalized Villa side who is pretty physical, you know. So it's all about the Kool Aid, man. Mm. Uh yeah. yeah. Nate, what about you? I'd go for Arsenal win against Liverpool, and then hey. Arsenal oh. loss against Villa. You. <laughs> I think or I think the, they the just Oracle. go all that, out against that Liverpool. That would be so annoying so, if so you they like beat us and lose to Villa. I'm just like, bro. <laughs> No, but I think I think what they may do is, for pride's mm. sake, right? I think they go all out against Liverpool. They try to right. and, the and then they the pride factor win. is underrated. Yeah, right. And then and, they're like and a they, two-one loss. They have home ground as well, so you really gotta give it your best shot. Yeah. And in the form that you're in, uh, like you you guys mentioned, five wins on the bounce for both sides. I mean, it's anyone's game. I think just give it your best, and if you nick it, I think then they will try again against Villa. But just the fatigue will set in because they would have given it all. And 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 Villa get the get the win. I won't, I was gonna say easy win, but I think Villa get the win. Um, and and that's just how it's gotta be. Like like you like you rightly said, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. But the better yeah. one for for morale is, is try to win, uh, your first game and just mm. take it game by game. I mean, who knows if you if you can rotate in the second game, you may have a chance to get a draw. So a win and a draw is not that bad for Arsenal. So I think four points in those two games would be. Fantastic for us. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. be great. Great four points will be good enough for me. I, I could I see. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I could see an Arsenal upset if you know Tomiyasu was 
fit, but Cedric against DS is just mm-hmm. just a no contest. It's man. tough, lah. <laughs> DS is like in great form. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but on the other note, we also have a London derby happening on that same week. Um, Spurs and West Ham. Oh, it's another huge game, man. Mm. I mean, it takes on less significance now after Spurs lost to United, but. I don't know, man. West Ham, if they make back-to-back Europa leagues, I think obviously West Ham fans will be dreaming about the UCL spot. But I think for a club that was in disarray just like a year and a half ago, people were actually tipping them for the drop. For them to potentially make back-to-back Europa leagues would be really, really um fantastic for them. So yeah, but I think. And I don't know if you guys know about this, but I think Antonio is out with an injury. He got subbed off early. Bowen, Bowen is Yamanenko. still um, kind of doubtful as well, right? Mm. So oh. West Ham will be going into this fixture without two of their best. Yeah, players. yeah. But I even if they, even if they took a draw, back. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> he and he scored that great goal. Yamalenko, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a Ukraine goal, baby! Mm-hmm. What a what mm-hmm. a man! But the thing is that you know, history-wise, it dictates that. Spurs would lose against Everton, and I'm not just saying that. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not the biggest Spurs fan, but I love West Ham generally have a pretty good record against Spurs. You know, recently, but whether they can do it without Antonio and Bowen, it's, you know, something to something that we have to see. Yeah. Uh, mm. I I think Spurs will have too much for them on the day. Um, I just think Kane's kind of back on form. I think they were a bit unfortunate to lose against United, so. I think they want to rectify that and uh, yeah, and they're at home tough. So I mean, they'll not that they'll they'll know that losing back to back games against your two of your direct rivals for fourth is, uh, it's probably like curtains for their UCL hope. So I think they will get they'll they'll do enough to beat West Ham. Yeah, mm. but it's Spurs. Actually, <laughs> that's just Spurs my opinion. Their their <laughs> their run has been like a win lose win lose win lose. Yeah. So yeah, they exactly. just lost so. Hurt animal, you know. They West Ham are kind of the same, dude. West Ham haven't have lacked that consistently lately, and I I just mm. think to Sasha's point, missing two of your key players, um, it's just going to hit you more. Yeah, I yeah. I don't know. I just I just I'll, I personally I I I just think Spurs will do enough. The problem with Spurs is like yeah. you never know which team you get, right? Like mm-hmm. they can go five against Everton. I mean, Everton are in shambles right now. Yeah, but, but five goals is still something, and it's because mm. their players if they turn up. They can cut you apart. Not saying West Ham are that easy to do that against, but it you when you have Kane and Son on their day, they they really can beat. They can score against anyone. They so finally also found like a, a that third man in Kulusevski. You know, I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad yes, for him. I think he's. I, I good, thought I yeah. thought he might have struggled a bit, but he's hit the ground running. And poor old Lucas Mora looks like he's resigned, just destined for that Spurs bench. Mm. Uh, mm, poor guy. But yeah, that front that th- that front three is very exciting. So I think they'll have enough to beat West Ham. I know mm. I've, I've mentioned that a lot, and I'll probably get egg on my face when Spurs eventually fuck it up. No, no, uh, no! If they <laughs> fuck it up, I'll be cool. <laughs> yeah, no one is. Sasha, Sasha will be yeah. cool. Well. <laughs> He'll just be like, "It's okay, bro. I told you." <laughs> I mean, if uh, you're a betting man, uh, I will place probably. A bet which uh, I think both I think, teams I think to total score. goals. No, I think it's gonna be a one goal game. Oh, yeah, because you know West Ham without their two best attackers are 
Just gonna concentrate on defending. Well, you don't think Craig Dawson is gonna smash one in from a corner? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if he Craig just Dawson does that, like, West Ham will win 1-0. <laughs> I, I, I can really just see this happening. Like, the first team who score will win. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some Fair Michael play. Owen... Uh, Break nah, that, that's you. that's more that's <laughs> yeah, more, yeah. Uh, more introspective yeah, than yeah. Michael Owen. <laughs> uh, Wolves and Leeds. What about you guys? Um, oh man, Wolves. Leeds. Uh, I'm actually really happy for them. Uh, after their win against Norwich, just seeing uh, like the the celebrations, man. Um, and I know it's only been two games. Has it been two games for Jesse? Two March games. Three. Yeah. Two. Two. Three. Two. Two. Three. Two? Right. Yeah. They lost three, their second lost game. The first they two. lost three nil. Yeah. But oh, the first right. game against Leicester, right? I don't know how they didn't win that game. They were so much better um, defensively against Leicester as well. And I think without Casper Schmeichel, they probably would have won that game. So I'm just glad that um, they, they they deservedly got the win against Norwich. It looked like, you know, their poor luck and poor form was going to continue. But um, nah, just good good for them. But... Wolves um, have kind of picked up after a bit of a slump and I just think Wolves are one of the most solid sides in the league mm. it's ridiculous they're like they don't score much though 29 goals I know we mentioned this before but 29 goals is shockingly bad it's like I think that's the 6th worst attack in the league and they are like 7th so that says a lot but they also don't concede much mm-hmm mm-hmm I don't know. I think this one has nil-nil written all over it. I think Leeds look much more solid since Jesse March. Uh, Jesse March? Is, am I saying that right? Or is it Marsh? Marsh? I think yeah, it's Jesse Marsh, Marsh, right? Mm-hmm. It's also funny just having an American manager in the Premier League. Hey. I think we've all kind of like thought about yeah, this so. happening someday. <laughs> yeah. And he seems like, you know, he, he has a lot of big ideas. He seems very passionate and... Um, I think Leeds will have enough. They'll dig in deep for the remaining like nine games and I think a point against Wolves will be massive so mm-hmm. I, I I see this being if like if I was a betting man I'd be uh, generally under 1.5 right yeah mm-hmm. under under 2 la, let's say I could see yep. it being 0-0 nil, nil or 1-1 one, one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah and on that note as we mentioned earlier Leicester and, and Brentford. Brentford have turned the corner ever since I've slated them as being one of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't think <laughs> they are the FKB bro. Curse, it's just they've played two Norwich and Burnley, sides. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, but that's that's important form. Huge six up. points. I cannot yeah. overstate Dude, how but, massive but you those six points were. Yeah, but you can't sweep Ivan Tony's five goals in sorry, yeah, five goals in two games, right? Under the rug. He's kind of like a reverse Samson, you know, he he shaved his head. You know, and he suddenly regained his Ever powers. since he, he said F Brentford. Can't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. forget. Hilarious, man. So, how do you guys think this game will pan out? Bruh, let's Another low-scoring low game. No, I think this one is, has goals, goals galore in them. Um, mm. I, I just think Brentford, it's so, it's if, they, if they play direct, they're going to cause Leicester a lot of problems. Yeah, mm. I can see. That's the, o- that's the only way they know how to play because Ericsson Exactly. Good, so it's almost like a Brentford are like the perfect kryptonite for this Leicester side. Um I Leicester as well has been on weird form like um they took losses and but they have been winning the past two games prior to the Arsenal game. 
Um, but they were so poor against Arsenal, dude. They were. I they mean, were apart really from poor that, against Arsenal, was it Meadows, Meadows header or something? The, defensively, they look shocking, man. Like it's just. Yeah, confusing. I don't know what's happened to them, man. But it's kind of been the story all season, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I I didn't think they were that. Uh, I don't want to say that bad, but like, uh, it, it, they just looked like a mess. Kind of a bit like how United defense, like their players are just there, and then they don't really do much. Um, Casper as well has like lost a bit of his um goalkeeping. Casper has been crazy. <laughs> No, I mean, Casper has been insane this season. I've seen, I, I've seen better Casper. Another BK hot I, take. No, I just think like he hasn't. Um, no, or, I, or I maybe kind of agree defense. with. Yeah, I kind of agree, with BK. Mm. Like, he was underwhelming for the first half of the season. Right. And then and second half, he up. picked it up right. a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I feel mean, like every time I watch Leicester, he's always like pulling off insane like saves. He still does. But maybe it doesn't. Saves. Yeah, maybe it doesn't counteract the. Maybe for every insane save, he makes a mistake. Maybe I'm just not catching those. I mean, Pun intended. it's it, it it's <laughs> it's just somewhere that like is lacking. Uh, I don't know whether it's the defense or the defensive midfield. Cause I don't know, man. I feel like they have the players, but they're really not stepping up to the to to the team, man. It's just it's just not stepping up the games. Mm. Oh, I, on on another hand, though, they are doing okay for the European Europa Conference League. Um. I think they have been doing quite well. To be that, that would be funny though if they sneak back into Europe with the via the Conference League. I, I think mean, that like, that's so, definitely so if you, doable. If you win the Conference League, no Europa matter League. where you finish, yeah, yeah, you, it's like a how if you win the Europa, you get <laughs> yeah, you get you yeah. yeah, yeah. So like okay. Leicester has a midweek fixture against Rennes. Uh, they already won two 0 at home. So yeah, I think they that they're comfortably gonna go through. And then two days later, they play Brentford, but it's at home this time. I mean, away for Rennes and then home for yeah. Brentford. Mm. So I think they'll be all right. Like in terms, of they they Leicester are kind of just gonna sputter to the end of the season. They're I gonna win, playing, win some, lose some. Yeah, mm. I think playing mm-hmm. away against Leicester suits Brentford. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, agree, agree. I I would I would err more on the side of Brentford getting a sneaky win, but mm. um. It wouldn't shock me if it was a draw. Do you yeah. think it's okay? Although Brentford have been looking, as in stats wise, right? They have been defensively sus, even though they have not conceded that many goals. So yeah, could really see um a high scoring draw because yeah. I know they beat Norwich three one, but Norwich have scored three three to four goals. They had a hella hella VAR calls if I remember yeah, correctly. Man. Yeah. And I don't know who was a Norwich defender, but he kept giving away penalties. Gibson. <laughs> oh, like what the yeah. fuck? Like <laughs> the same ben, thing. Ben like Gibson? Twice. Oh damn. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean Actually yeah. like just rattling off those fixtures. Some really nice fixtures, man, this weekend. Like, you know, very mm-hmm. evenly matched. I don't think we, there was any game where we outright said, Oh, this is gonna you know, it's a yeah, show win for this side. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, like, it would be... I mean, there are a couple more matches, like Everton and Newcastle, but uh, I don't think we... When is Everton-Newcastle? That's huge as well. Uh, A day after the Arsenal-Liverpool. I mean, there's, like, Brighton oh, and it's Spurs. it's midweek as well, right? Yeah, you have Brighton and Spurs, Arsenal-Liverpool, and Everton-Newcastle. Oh, Brighton and Spurs. Fuck. Okay, then I might have to change my Spurs with him. <laughs> Spurs, uh, are, we'll... Spurs are going to lose one of those games for sure. Well, Brighton. if they keep up this odd even, odd even, then um, 
the, but the, Brighton have been so out of sorts. They've lost like five on the bounce, and they've just like basically what I said at the start of last season is only happening now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can't uh, score, man. Like they they just don't have any goals in them. So I well, I think, you're, you're, I think you're Spurs, actually right. They're actually five games L, man. But the more I think about it, <laughs> but I think Brighton might draw against Spurs, like. It just feels like one of those games that that Spurs are going to get frustrated. So, I'd probably say they, they don't beat Brighton and then they beat West Ham. That's what I would go with. Well, they, like, they like smash Brighton in terms of stats, but they they just somehow won't get the win. Well, Conte has played against Brighton already in the FA Cup. Uh, they, okay. they won 3-1 that one, but they were home. Right. Um, Dude, Brighton are woeful now, man. Yeah, so that's bad. why they just don't that's have balls why. in them. Which is why no, I'm I saying I, I fully expect Spurs to dominate them, but for some reason I just don't think they'll win. Mm. It's one of those games, man. Like it doesn't even make sense to make that prediction, but I we'll we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. Um Yeah. And Yeah, like Brighton had nothing for us at the weekend. I expected a much <laughs> tougher game. They did put pressure on you guys for I think the first 10 minutes and I think I think Liverpool were more of a threat to ourselves than Brighton mm. were like our finishing was poor decision making <laughs> wasn't there but yeah Brighton just looked way off it la. they they almost like in kind of cruise mode now other than which that, is a shame um, McAllister spin on Fabinho they didn't really showcase much else I mean Lempty did Run up and down, but Lamptey was too busy dealing with uh, DS, man. Uh, DS, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a really good matchup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Brighton, Brighton one, Spurs one. <laughs> on 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 that, <laughs> I can't. On on all these notes, I feel like bringing fraud watch in, but then I don't know like how do you call the fraud watch for like because there are midweek fixtures. Uh, mm. do the fraud watch for the this past weekend, lah. Yeah, but like for fraud watch for the week until our next pod, I guess. So, yeah, just for the matches that they have happened, I guess. Mm, okay. So who's gonna put lamps on fraud watch? <laughs> I know one of you guys are gonna do it. I mean, uh, it's not. It's not no, no man, the score is. Maybe like, we have uh, to. We have to. He was on my. Same. He was on my short list, uh, but I was looking for other op- other alternatives. Okay, wait. I mean, who? Kind of overtook Lambs as like your your nominee for Mags. this week. I'm kind of looking because Lambs felt like such an obvious. <laughs> Nate, mean, Nate, Nate, do you have like Nate's been low for a while? Like I mean, I'm looking at these Everton stats. Like getting out possession by Wolves sixty two to thirty eight at home is okay. Right. They were down no, they, they, and they were only down to ten men in the seventy eight minutes. So I can't even use that as an excuse. Dude, that defense, right? That back four is championship level, man. Got Seamus Coleman who's like forty nine. Kenny, Co- <laughs> Kenny Hogan and Kenny is bad. Yeah, yeah. How that's that's bad, dude. People were rating Holgate. You know, like nah. at, at one point. Yeah, yeah. When Baines was still around, people were rating Holgate. Yeah. And that's how long like it City was. City want him, right? Then, then <laughs> yeah. he went for Ake. Nah, Holgate is Holgate is garbage. I never rated him ever since he tried to fight Firmino. I don't know if you guys remember that. 
Godfrey <laughs> Godfrey is unfortunate. I think he would do I think much Godfrey better. Godfrey is decent, yeah. He needs to grow it like actual defenders not <laughs> try to be the best defender in like a trash Dude, I mean, defense you learn you need sound clip what that can shit. you learn from Michael Keane man? <laughs> Michael Keane is one of the most overrated centre-backs in the world dude <laughs> mm. yeah. jeez man okay I'm just gonna put Everton's defence in, in front watch okay wait since we're on that topic right do you guys actually start to believe that Everton might go down Slowly, man. I mean, they're not doing anything which to make me not believe that they won't go. Yeah, down. it's like you know, like Villa feel- take a turn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and so did Newcastle. So like, uh, yeah. I mean, Everton done jack shit since they. I feel like the only saving grace for Everton fans is that the bottom three might just be a tad bit worse off. Hopefully, Burnley can somehow leapfrog Everton, but I, I, I don't. Despite Watford beating Southampton, I don't think they'll have enough. To stay up, I think Norwich losing to Leeds has sent them down. I would like love both to see just Burnley. mentally and points wise, they are not gonna recover. Um, but Everton going I mean, down, man, that would be. But crazy. Everton, Everton actually do have a lot of games in hand as well. Three, three yeah, games but, in hand as well. How many times if have you, we talked about if, games if in if hand? If you play <laughs> like that, it doesn't. You could, you could play ten times and you win like one, dude. L- l- let me just see. Oh they still have FA Cup as well <laughs> After the Newcastle game They have a FA Cup against They'll do Crystal a Wigan Palace. They'll go down But they'll win the FA Cup uh, Oh their, their upcoming No but matches. their running is bad Oh it's yeah so their running bad. is so bad After the FA Cup It's like So Oh April, I love this So after April, Liverpool Smashed them on 23rd April Chelsea will smash them The week after that No bro It's like And West then Arsenal Ham. will send them down On the final day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like West Ham United yeah, dude, Palace Liverpool Chelsea Leicester Realistically Brentford. Their only hopes Or their, their best hopes Come in their next two games Against yes. Newcastle, Newcastle West And West Ham Oh yeah sorry The Watford game Got postponed Yep So they have Watford yeah, in there somewhere So that could potentially Be like the Relegation Six pointer Yikes! That's yeah, like but that's a that's a brutal run in. No, there. but yeah, apart from that, right? They're not playing any relegation team. I need to find some Everton fans to get on the pot. I think we need. Yeah. I think we need an Everton. A- any I, Everton. I know a fans? few, but we're not close. But I can reach out. Any okay. Everton fans? And you're Everton yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah man. Any we want fans. you, man. We if want you want to <laughs> voice your frustrations, this is the platform to do it. You know, it's an unfiltered platform. Um. Despite me, like obviously having like loyalties elsewhere, like I, I if you're cool, you know, I'll I'll listen we, to your. I think we need a Spurs you might fan start well, on like on Spurs fan. Like we need an Everton and Spurs fan to come on. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do like open like casting calls. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> How long have you been a Spurs fan? Twenty years. All right, man, you're oh, in. Damn. Uh, <laughs> um, isn't it more weird? You're like, oh, two years. You're like, why? <laughs> why do you? Yeah, why? Sorry, <laughs> why? I really yeah. like Son. I'm a recent Spurs <laughs> fan. Like, but why? <laughs> I like Eric Dyer. Oh, uh, I love Harry uh, Kane. Uh, I mean, if they started supporting them during their Champions League run, maybe. But besides that, no. Um. Yeah, so... Wait, so Sash oh yeah, we, we totally, yeah, we totally forgot about <laughs> the other Fraud Watch nominee. Sorry, I, I got carried away by Everton again. Um, Sash is throwing I mean, in I Everton ca- defense. I, I can't top lamps. Maybe I could throw Norwich in there for like... Somehow fucking up... You know, getting... 
a 94th minute equalizer by conceding in the 96th minute. I think that's pretty shocking, but uh, yeah, I think Lampard and Everton have a lot of work and explaining to do. Nate, what about you? Are you just going to throw your good old buddy? Throw, throw Havertz in there lah. Throw Havertz. <laughs> I, I actually didn't re- really catch that match. Um, I, I, I'm, I actually struggle to find like who to put in for Fraud Watch this week. Uh, besides the obvious one, which I know we have we have said that we wouldn't put him there, um, which is Harry Mags after his his brilliant own goal. I was about to like start throwing. Do you see Romero give him abuse? <laughs> Rom- what? Ro- Ro- oh yeah, 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 yeah. After Maguire on goal, Romero like kind of like laughed in his face, or he yeah, just but he, got a, he yeah. just screamed in his face. So maybe maybe Romero's a fraud because you can't do that. And yeah, because Kama, Kama, Kama yeah, a you bitch. can't you can't banter your opponent and then lose. You know, it's not. Yeah, I, I I guess he could more pay vibes, more pay vibes <laughs> against United. Was he the one who lost Ronaldo? You know, doing that corner routine before yes. he scored the winner. Yeah. Romero? He was the one Romero oh, yeah, was the one yeah. Marking was he, Ronaldo Was he was marking well, Ronaldo Oh kind of. yeah Well and Then Ronaldo spins him off And then We could put the officials In the Liverpool Brighton game On fraud watch Because I don't know How Robert Sanchez Didn't at least Get a mm-hmm. yellow card mm-hmm. Oh Almost, for the deca- against almost <laughs> decapitating <laughs> DS hmm. I mean I'm that, not a that fan That was of actually A very tricky point Because yeah. like From what I know if I was the keeper as well, I mean, the momentum, obviously, it, it's all about intent, right? Whether he... I mean, I think he did. When he realised that the ball had gone, he just left his, his hand and leg there. But but if you're a goalkeeper as well, if someone's going to hit the ball, you gotta you got to do this, the starfish. you got to yeah, spread yeah, yourself yeah, to kind yeah. So it's one of those, like, it's very iffy, you know? I, I, do, I, I agree with the decision, even though I feel like it's just very sad for DS because he looked like he got hit pretty bad. Yeah, it definitely mm. got winded. But mm. I'm actually curious before we like end the app, what are your guys' thoughts on having a goal stand and then to add insult to injury, the red card? Because I'm personally not a fan of that. I think it's a bit harsh to have both the goal and like the red card. But the more I, the more I think about it, it's sometimes, especially if let's say Sanchez had clattered him on the head instead of the chest, then you'd have the argument that it's like, you know, dangerous play, right? So, I guess, I don't. I wanted to get your guys' thoughts before we, we wrap but, up on that. But, but, but like then you have to give it as a foul first, right? So, then you would pull it back as a penalty? So, penalty. it'd be a penalty and a yeah, cut. Yeah, penalty okay. and yeah. a cut. Yeah. Yeah. That's very clear. I mean, definitely they have to think sub in a, a goalkeeper. Yeah, okay. you think about those But what like if the ball goes in the net? Isn't it mm. kind of but weird it's a to foul? Like no. it out? No, but if you call it as a... Then you can't give it a foul, uh. Yeah, then you can't give a foul. A, at so least you can't, a yellow card. You can't I mean, still a, give a red, okay? Maybe a yellow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean okay. at least a yellow card. Okay, let's say, let's say, you know, DS's um, goal attempt did, didn't result in a goal. Yes, and bounced, yeah, bounced, for right, sure. Yeah. La, that I one mean, is easy. Yeah, that, penalty, that's really yeah. penalty yeah. and red card. But yeah. since it, he scored, right, at least a yellow I mean, mm. okay, at most a yellow card. Because if you give a red card, it's a bit harsh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, okay, like, then on the flip side, right, if let's say he misses the chance and it's a pen and a red card, it could very well be like goal and red card. What you get? What I mean? But but of the you foul are, is a foul. Y- eh? Yeah, yeah, it's a I, weird one. I mean, you make the call of the foul there at that point because the guy. Yeah, but uh, but he still has to bury the pen. 
It's not. Yeah, like that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like a Suarez. It's a Suarez. Yeah, Ghana, exactly. right? yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the only yeah. time I've seen a goal and a red card both given simultaneously was it was actually Chelsea Ajax. I don't know if you remember that, Sash. It With might Champions have been, League, right? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Ajax were furious, but um, at the time, it 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 was a really bad challenge. Um, but I just remember looking at that and going like, "Oh my god!" Like in the space mm-hmm. of one minute, Ajax have been completely like shafted. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of those situations that I've always found very uh, difficult to make a judgment call mm-hmm. on because I do agree the the goal and the do, sending off is very. Do like, do you still remember who scored the uh, equalizer? Uh, in that game. Yeah. Ooh. Like it was it was it ended four four right. Yeah, uh, was yeah. it was it Tammy Abraham? Nope. From the the, mm, the best right back in the league. Was Reese already playing for Chelsea? Yeah. Trent. Yeah. What? No. When was Trent playing for? How long ago was that? <laughs> it feels like such a long time Dude, ago. Dude, it was um. Is that that's the one the where second... Zuma went? Zuma went on that run. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Zuma <laughs> went on the run. Yeah, that was one. Uh, Lamb's second season. I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. What a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. And uh, totally, I'm gonna clip out that bit where I acknowledge Reese as the best. That was a trick. <laughs> Damn, you trapped you trap me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. It's about uh eleven twenty on a Tuesday night. Thanks so much to the boys for staying up and doing this again. Uh, it was a very fun episode. I feel like we covered quite a bit. So for any of you diehard fans who are staying up to watch UCL. Godspeed. Hope the games are enjoyable for your sake. And yeah, we'll see you in the next app.